Greetings to all my cool cats and cool kittens. They try to copy our style, so they stay frostbitten. You are now tuning to the sounds of CFRE 91.9 FM and on the World Wide Web at CFREradio.com. It is your man, DM Cool, and welcome to The Cool. Watching us, what we're doing. You can catch me on your TV, even on the radio. Papa Bella Blasby, and on my Waco, we in Bitten Airways. Welcome back to the show, ladies and gentlemen. You are now tuning to the sounds of CFRE 91.9 FM. It is your man, DM Cool. And welcome to Cool Radio. Oh, you didn't know? Your ass better call somebody. Yes, yes, y'all. Tell a friend and tell a friend that we are live on the airwaves right now. And they can also listen live at CFREradio.com. Just to let you guys know, that's Cool Radio is also a division of Cool Click Media and Entertainment, reminding you each and every day that we are creating our own legacies. Welcome back to another week of drama, of controversy, of all the good stuff that I like to bring to you on a weekly basis. Um, there's a lot to get to on tonight's episode. I'll be holding it down solo dolo once again, but next week, I assure you, we will have a guest coming in. I'll let you know about that later on. But before we get to all that, it's time to get some stuff off of my chest. Ladies and gentlemen, you guys are no stranger to this. It is time to let that is breathe. Let this bitch breathe. Now, time and time again, I have told you guys how much I absolutely adore the internet because it is a way where we can exchange information, communicate with one another, whether we're in Canada or whether we're in Ghana, whatever the case may be. Information is being sent worldwide and people can sometimes abuse it, but sometimes people can use it to the best of their ability. Now, my guilty pleasure are Vine and Instagram videos. And This one video in particular has caught so much attention over the last week or so that it has become viral. Everyone has done their own rendition of it, and you guys already know what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the Why You Lying clip. And in case if you haven't seen this video or even heard of it, basically you've been living under a rock for Lord knows how long, I'm going to play you the entire 10-second clip of it. um, Give it a listen. Why the fuck you lying? Why you always lying? Now, the reason why I love this in particular is because of the fact that there are so many people that you can relate to this and there are so many people or not people but situations rather that, you know, are relatable to this because Every now and again, you, you're going to catch someone in a lie regardless of what it is. It could be a small lie. It could be a big lie. Regardless, you're just thinking to yourself, why the hell are you lying when I know you're lying? For example, I'm a basketball fan. You guys already know this. This is no secret. But if someone were to come up to me and say, hey, D, yo, I think Kobe, rather yet, I know Kobe's going to get his sixth ring next season. I'm going to just look at you with the side eye. And give you a little something like this. Why the fuck you lying? Why you always lying? Ooh, oh my god. Stop fucking lying. For real, I mean, that's a pretty bold-faced lie if you ask me. Or if you were to tell me, oh, I don't know, let's say that you think that there's 
No racism left in America. Why the fuck you lying? Why you always lying? Oh my god. Stop fucking lying. For real. Let's stop all the lying. And speaking of racism in America, that brings me to the next topic, which we will discuss on the next segment. But before we get to that, we got some Canadian content to give you, as always. And this one comes by way of my man, Danny O, the OG of Toronto. Not just Toronto, but Canadian hip-hop, I should say. And this single was released earlier this week, and it's off of his inevitable album. This single is called Hope. So when we get back, we will discuss the main topic at hand. So keep it locked. This is Cool Radio. I'll be right back after these messages. Yeah. Welcome back once again, cool cats and cool kittens. You're now tuned into CFRE 91.9 FM and on the World Wide Web at CFREradio.com. It is your man, DM Cool, and welcome back to Cool Radio. Now, as promised, we have our main topic of the evening. So if you've been paying attention to social media for the last couple hours or whatsoever, then basically I've kind of preluded to what I'll be discussing today. So... This past week, there was a young boy from Irving, Texas, by the name of Ahmed Mohammed. Okay, I want you guys to remember that name because it plays into a lot of a lot into the narrative of the story. Basically, this young boy got arrested. All right, he got arrested for bringing a homemade clock, which is all in part of a science project that was assigned to him. But here's the caveat right here. His teacher mistook his homemade clock as a bomb. Now, you're probably asking yourself, why in the world would somebody mistake a clock for a bomb? Now, me personally, I would never make that distinction. Because if that's the case, then Flavor Flav has been rocking that time bomb on his freaking neck for at least 30 years. I have this thing on my wrist right here, and I don't see it blowing up anytime soon. Hmm. But I guess it must be due to the fact that his name has a Muslim tinge to it, if you will. But hey, what do I know? I'm just a radio host who does this thing each and every week, but I guess that ain't none of my business, right? Excusez-moi, excusez-moi. Anyways... Let's move on, shall we? Let's uh, keep the uh, the rest of the story going. So basically, he gets arrested because of the fact that his teacher mistook his science project as a bomb. And basically, he got called to the principal's office. And then when the police came, they arrested him on site. Now, obviously, this is nothing short of an embarrassing ordeal for the young child and his family. Um, and basically, when they discovered that it was not, in fact, a bomb of any sort whatsoever, uh, they released him and no charges were, were made, obviously. So basically, the mayor of Irving, Texas, who goes by the name of, give me one second, Beth Van, I don't even know how to pronounce that last name, Dune, I guess. I'm going to go with Dune. It's spelled D-U-Y-N-E. I'm going to go with Dune. Dune for 500, Alex. Uh, basically, they, uh, or she rather, made a statement in regards to the arrest of the young boy and basically within the statement she basically said yeah we messed up but i stand by their decision so anyways i'm going to read the statement to you verbatim and i quote i do not fault the school or the police for looking into what they saw as a potential threat 
they have procedures to run when a possible threat or criminal act is is discovered. This is all laughable, ladies and gentlemen. Anyways, they follow these procedures in the sole interest of protecting our children and school personnel because someone bringing home a homemade clock as a science project is a possible threat. Anyways, I digress. To the best of my knowledge, they followed protocol for investigating whether this was an attempt to bring a hoax bomb to a school campus. Following this investigation, Irving PD has stated no charges will be filled against the student. I hope this incident does not serve as a deterrent against our police and school personnel from maintaining the safety and security of our schools. Now, this last quote right here, this is what cuts the cake for me. As a parent, I agree that if this happened to my child, I would be very upset. It is my sincere desire that Irving ISD students are encouraged to use their creativity, develop innovations, and explore their interests in a manner that fosters higher learning. And hopefully, we can all learn from this week's events and the students who has obvious gifts, which you do not appreciate, will not feel at all discouraged from pursuing his talent in electronics and engineering. Well, gee, I don't know. When you have, when you arrest a young boy for bringing a homemade clock that was mistaken for a bomb and he gets arrested because of it, I would like to think or assume at the very least that he would be relatively discouraged from pursuing his dream because of the fact that he got arrested for it. Now, the boy is not discouraged from, you know, pursuing his dream. Like he has stated uh, in a press conference that he wants to go to MIT or TAMS. But what he does want to do is to uh, relocate to a different school. And rightfully so, because they treat him as if he was some sort of Islamic terrorist. And that's another thing that I want to get into right now. I hate the fact that, A, this kid was profiled, and B, the fact that, the mayor basically stated how if this is my child, I'd be upset as well. Well, obviously you'd be upset because it's your child, but at the same time, this isn't your child. And even so, your child will be privileged because of the fact that, well, I don't know the ethnicity of this person, but I'm just going to assume that they're white. Um, nonetheless, I feel as though if this person's child was a one, was the alleged culprit so to speak as in the case uh with muhammad then basically that mayor would use their powers basically their powers that be to adjudicate this person quick and swiftly by any means necessary but muhammad doesn't have those means basically meaning that he is screwed in this situation now luckily the charges were dropped because they found out that it was not a bomb or a hoax bomb at the very least still though the notion that they would assume this because of his Islamic roots as far as his religion is concerned or maybe his appearance which I'll get to in a minute would allude to the suspicion that he has a bomb so does this mean that if an African American male uh, makes a clock just like this boy did does that mean that the clock is really a gun you know what I'm saying so it's just these these racial and these almost you know xenophobic perceptions that america has is what holds them back indefinitely and that brings me to you know the whole islamophobia thing that happens in america first and foremost the only reason why they pinpointed this young man is because of the fact that he looks muslim now 
Let's get one thing straight, and I'm trying to compartmentalize this as well, so apologize for the, the pauses, because I'm just trying to figure out how or why some Americans can be so stupid, but nonetheless, how, would you, how can you tell if somebody is Muslim or of any religious faith whatsoever? Most of the people watching this wouldn't even tell that I myself am Catholic, so how can you tell that I'm Catholic, for example, unless if I'm wearing a Mormon's outfit and I have a rosary hanging from my side hip and I'm saying I'm saying uh, 50 Hail Marys per day. How can you tell that I'm Catholic? Same with this. Same with this young gentleman, unless if he's wearing the garments that are more traditional within the Muslim faith. And how can you tell that he's a Muslim? What, just because he has brown skin and the fact that he has a Muslim sounding name means he's Muslim. I have plenty of friends who have Muslim names, mostly middle names. They do derive from Islamic faith, but they themselves are not Islamic. I can give you three friends at that if that's the case. But nonetheless, I digress. So this whole notion of being able to tell someone's Muslim or not, unless if they're wearing the garments that are traditional within their, within their religion, that you can't physically tell by their facial features or their heights or the, the texture of their hair if they belong to a faith. To a race or, ethnic, or an ethnicity, yes, of course. But to a race, no. And then going back to this, it just, just, it just goes back to how far America has set themselves back yet again. You know, now we're at the point where we're arresting young children based on the fact that they fit a certain description or the fact that somebody has xenophobic views on certain groups. I thought America was supposed to be the land of the free and the home of the brave, not the home of the cowardly and the land of the scared. But it sounds like based on what has transpired within the story that America still has much growing up to do. And it's kind of sad because you take into account that America is often viewed as the largest superpower within the world. But when you have stories like these, it almost discourages people from wanting to live a life in America if they are of a person of color, basically. I mean, with all the protests that are happening as far as the black community is concerned within America, I find it hard to believe for someone to say, yeah, I want to live in America and get choked out or get shot for no reason at all. I don't know too many people who have those aspirations outside of the U.S. that they want to pursue that. And having to explain to their young child at birth if they do decide to have a child that, hey, these are the issues that you're going to go through because you are a minority. Now, don't get me wrong. Any person of color who lives in a North American society is going to go through some sort of racial prejudice. But at the rate that it happens within America, it's very disturbing and alarming to say the least. And I hate that this young individual had to go through such a horrific event in such a short you know, time within his life. Now, luckily, nothing beyond you know, that embarrassing moment happened to him because it could have ended a lot worse. He could have been like he could have had like his head against the ground. They could have beaten him up. They could have done anything and everything. And after all that is said and done, then they would have proceeded to ask the questions afterwards. Now, luckily for this young man, and fortunately, I should say, he has had so much support from the science community in America, from NASA, which he was wearing its, uh, its T-shirt with its emblem on it. And even the president of the United States, Barack Obama, uh, offered some words of encouragement for the young uh, individual. And I'll say it, and I quote, cool clock, Ahmed. Want to bring it to the White House? We should inspire more kids like you to like science. It's what makes America great. 
and it's very righteous of Obama to, you know, offer his support to the young man because at the end of the day, that is what he needs, support. Because he didn't have to go through an ordeal like this. This is absolutely asinine to say the least. And it's almost like I alluded to, you know, in the previous segment uh, before we got the show, you know, off and running. You know, people like to pretend that color barriers don't exist, that xenophobia does not exist, that race is nothing more than a figment of the imagination almost, and how, you know, people don't see color. Really, though? Really? Why the fuck you lying? Why you always lying? Ooh, oh my God. Stop fucking lying. Please believe that drop will be milked for weeks and weeks to come. But anyways, what do you guys think of this whole entire ordeal? Hit me up on Twitter at DM underscore cool or cool underscore radio and let me know what you think of the matter. Um, when we get back, we have trip talk. Three topics in three minutes. So before we get to that, uh, we have some more Canadian content to share, of course. And this one comes by way of my homegirl who was on the show a few weeks back. She goes by the name of Christina Passion. And this is her latest single entitled Memories. So keep it locked. This is Cool Radio, and I'll be right back after these messages. Yeah. Yes, yes, y'all. Welcome back to the show. You're now tuned to the sounds of CFRE 91.9 FM and on the World Wide Web at CFREradio.com. It is your man, DM Cool, and this is Cool Radio. Welcome back to the show. Uh, once again, that was my homegirl, Christina Passion, with memories, all right? Uh, definitely a banger right there. Now, it is time to get to Trip Talk. You already know how we do, okay? So three topics in three minutes. With that being said, not going to waste any more time. Let's get into it right now. So first topic on the docket is uh, Slim Jesus. Now, it was either last week or a couple weeks ago I did mention uh, Slim Jesus and how he put out a video called Drill Time. And it's basically a video of some suburban white kid talking about how much guns he packs, how much bodies he's catching and what have you. And it was very ignorant and hood to say the least. Now, he's caught a, l- a lot of flack because of that video and because of the song overall. And he was in an interview with DJ Vlad on Vlad TV, and he basically addressed the situation. So he basically, or Vlad, I should say, Vlad basically based him how, basically asked him how the song came about and the uh, lyrical content of the song. In response to those questions, this is what Slim Jesus had to say, and I quote, that shit's dope. If I rapped about driving around in an effing car and effing listening to country music, nobody would give an F about that shit. I make music about some shit because it sounds cool. I like making music. I make cool music. Like I already said, I'm not out here claiming that I actually kill people. I make music that I want to listen to, the type of shit I listen to. All right? So he said that in regards to his music. Now, he was also asked about, you know, the seriousness of that content and how some people could take it seriously. So in that regard, this is what he said. And I quote, for the most part on the street shit, I like, I got homies that are in that shit. And I know people who are and people around me. I'm not out here catching bodies and shit. Obviously I'm effing smart. I know people and I've been in some situations, but I'm not out here effing killing people. Nah, I don't have a criminal record. I'm straight. I've never been arrested. So, He's basically just trying to say, from what it sounds like at least, that he is only making this type of music all for the sake of entertainment. Now, do I agree with it? Do I disagree with it? I don't know. 
And I'm kind of, I'm kind of caught in the conundrum because at the one end you're kind of promoting violence, you're doing this and the third, but on the other end he is not the first rapper to do this, nor will he be the last. Um, my only issue is that to the type of audience that he's directing his music towards, there are some people who will take it for listenership value and understand that it's just entertainment and that this is just a way to get people riled up from a listener standpoint and just have them entertained. On the other end of the spectrum, however, there are people who take this seriously and will actually be looking to, I wouldn't say gun him down, but they would look to make an example out of him, basically, based on his perpetuation of this type of street life, of that gang violence, basically. I mean, I'm sure there are people out there who would look to exact some sort of you know, vindication on someone like Rick Ross, who glorifies the drug lifestyle and the gang lifestyle. And I'm sure there are people who would like to do this thing to Lil Wayne, who has often promoted his affiliation with the Bloods and what have you. Now, the game, for example, I don't know, because the game, he is... He's been claiming blood ever since his inception into the rap game, so he may have some uh, street credibility because of that. But nonetheless, there are people who take that type of content seriously, and they would want to make an example out of, I guess you could call a suburban white kid, basically trying to perpetuate that lifestyle. He claims that he knows people who are part of that lifestyle, and he also claims that he's a fan of that Chicago style of rap, which is now become basically that ratchet, chief keep type of rah-rah type of hip-hop. So it's interesting to see where he's going to go. But from what I can tell from now, he kind of looks like he's going to be a one-and-done type of artist where he's going to be popping for a minute because of the internet and then we're not going to hear from him for a long time. It's the same thing as OT Genesis. It's the same thing as, I wouldn't say Soldier Boy because Soldier Boy is still relatively relevant within hip-hop, but... For now, we're just going to call him an OT Genesis. So we'll see how he goes in the future. But let's keep things moving, shall we? Um, Next artist on the docket is 50 Cent. Now, 50 Cent is no stranger to beef, to controversy, to confrontation, all that stuff. And this is no exception this time around. Pardon me for a minute. So he basically went on Instagram this past week to let his feelings be known that he has an issue with the Emmys. Now, the Emmys um, announced their list of nominees for best television shows and best supporting actors in the television show, this, that, and the third. And 50's hit series, Power, which is aired on Stars, was left out of the conversation altogether. And he basically let his feelings known on Instagram, and I quote, man, these people act like Power ain't-ish. <laughs> See why people be tripping Saw that trophy in store for 20 bucks. I'm just going to go buy it. F it. Hashtag FM Vodka. Hashtag Frigo. Hashtag SMS Audio. Of course, he had to plug in his his own promotions as well. Not mad at that. Now, usually I'm kind of hit or miss when it comes to 50 instigating beef. But in this situation, I can't be mad at him. Now, mind you, I consider myself a late bloomer when it comes to his series Power because that show is epic, all right? 
it's been a long time since I've really been into a TV series like Power. So much to the point where I'm actually contemplating re-watching it all over again from start to finish because it's just that good of a TV show. It's an hour long. It gives you a lot to uh, take in as far as storyline content is concerned. And the character development of each character is riveting to say the least. Now, he wasn't done there. He also made his feelings known about not only the Emmys, but also about uh, the BET Hip Hop Awards as well. So, in a quote that I'm about to read, basically, he just announces his disdain for um, the Emmys and also the fact that his rival television series, Power, or not Powers, um, Empire, has gotten some nominations as well. So, basically, 50 is not a happy camper because of the fact that. Empire is up for an Emmy, as well as Taraji P. Henson is up for an Emmy for uh, Best uh, Leading Actress in a Drama Series. Really, though, Empire is just only in there for uh, outstanding costumes. So it doesn't really have anything to do with the critique of the show as a TV series, but more so for the aesthetics of it. But nonetheless, that's still going to you know, scratch 50's ire, so to speak. So overall, I can't get mad at the fact that 50 is mad because at the end of the day, it's a damn good series. And as far as BET is concerned, uh, BET, he threw shade at BET because of the fact that Power's lead character or lead actor, Omari Hardwick, didn't receive a nomination for Best Actor at the 2015 BET Awards. So basically, that was kind of like a past shade that he threw because BET, uh, the BET Awards, the general award show, that aired way back in June or July, something to that extent. But again, can I blame 50 for being mad? Not at all. At the end of the day, you know, Hollywood is really isn't going to pay attention to him being mad or anything because at the end of the day, he just doesn't have enough, oh, I don't know, I guess you could say power to be influencing Hollywood. I know, I know. It was corny. It was well expected. But hey, what can you do, right? You can't blame him for, for trying. But nonetheless, we're going to keep it moving. Um, finally, on the talk, on the uh, the docket for Trip Talk is T.I. Now, T.I., was being interviewed by famed radio station Hot 97. And basically, they were discussing a myriad of different topics, one of them including Iggy Azalea. Um, so basically, in regards to Iggy Azalea, uh, he said the following about her in regards to all the criticism that she has received uh, over the last year or so. And I quote, hmm, let's see here. Sure. It took a bit of rest stop, personally. The thing is, in her defense, she had a lot of thrown at her at one time. Any human being anywhere going to have a hard time. The thing is, it's very difficult to be the new kid and to be the butt of the jokes and to be just directed with all the direction of the negativity. It came at a time where culturally this nation, which she's not from here, we were actually looking for a source for somewhere to place our pent up aggression. And they just kind of got it for no reason. In some cases, it was the easiest place to put some pent-up aggression. Now, I feel like T.I. is being very generic in that response, and I'm going to say why. He's basically trying to say that Americans were just mad for no reason, and they just decided to use Iggy as a piñata for their frustration. It's more than that. A lot of people were picking on Iggy Azalea because of the fact that as far as the black community is concerned, they just thought that she was 
culture appropriating, you know, which I've discussed many times. I'm not going to dive too deep into that. And then the rest of America, you know, who isn't black, they probably just got at her because of the fact that it's a white girl trying to rap, basically. And then they just had some videos of her, you know, rapping incoherently because you couldn't exactly hear what she was saying because she was mumbling. We've seen those videos before on Facebook, YouTube, whatever the case may be. Now, I feel like T.I. was very was being very PC with his statement. And I get it. You know, that's your artist. You're trying to protect her. You want you don't want to say anything that's going to incriminate her. That's going to or that's going to lessen her credibility as a, as an artist, especially when it comes to hip hop. So I get it. I understand. But nonetheless, the response was very generic. There was more to it than that. People aren't just going to pick on somebody for no reason. There's going to be a reason. There's going to be a method to everyone's madness, whether we like it or not. So I feel like T.I. was just trying to do what he could do as a CEO, which is to protect his investment. Can I blame him for it? No. But more could have been added to the context of the question that was being asked. That's all I got to say about it. What do you guys think? Hit me up on Twitter at DM underscore cool or cool underscore radio to let me know what you think about this story or the other stories that we have covered thus far. But now it's about that time where we get old school. So with that being said, I think it's time for the Throwback Thursday track of the day. So without further ado, I think it's time to hit that drop just like this. Now, in light of the recent viral video that has been spreading like wildfire, hashtag why you lying, I figured it was only right that we played the song that it was inspired from. Now, I know week after week, ever since Straight Eye Compton came out, I've been on my West Coast vibe, and I'll slightly get back to that next week. But for today, I felt as if it was only necessary to get to this song. Uh, this song right here came from short-lived R&B group Next, and this track is one of their more popular ones which is entitled Too Close. So with that being said, we're about to play that track right now, and when we get back, we still have our Wanks of the Week. So keep it locked. This is Cool Radio, and we'll be right back after these messages. Yeah. What's going on, people? It's your boy, Femi Lassen, and man, me. It's your man, Bo Pinto, at Bo Pinto. Jay Hood from the Toronto Argos. You are now tuned in. Cool. Cool. Radio 91.9 FM. I had an amazing experience. I had an amazing time. The best radio show experiences I've had ever. Stay tuned for the hottest in news, hip hop, entertainment, and everything. Every Thursday at 8 p.m. Big shout out to DM Cool. Good vibes. Love you, man. You're famous. I love it. Yes, yes, yo, welcome back. You are now tuning to the sounds of CFRE 91.9 FM and on the World Wide Web at CFREradio.com. It is your man, DM Cool, and welcome back to Cool Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, it is that time of the show which you all know and love and hold so dearly to your hearts. Who has entered the shallow walls of the Hall of Shame? Who has been crowned the captain of coonery this week. Ladies and gentlemen, it is time for Wankster of the Week. This week's Wankster of the Week goes to none other than NBA superstar James Harden. Now, the season hasn't even begun yet, so you're probably asking yourselves, why is the guy getting the Wankster of the Week? I'm going to tell you why he's getting the Wankster of the Week. He is getting the Wankster of the Week because of the fact that he signed a... 13-year, $200 million deal with Adidas. 
So basically, it means that you have to wear nothing but Adidas gear for the 13 years that you're on contract with them. So he signed this deal last month, but was caught wearing Jordans or just caught wearing a separate brand altogether uh, when he was on his little movie date with uh, Khloe Kardashian. I didn't even know he was dating Khloe Kardashian, but hey, more power to him, whatever. He's trying to get that Kardashian money in the case that his NBA career gets cut short or whatever the case may be. It's a nice backup plan, not judging him. He's a a dirtbag for it, but hey, to each his own. Anyways, so this guy's getting the wings of the week because of the fact that he, even though he signed a deal with another brand, he decided to wear an entirely separate brand altogether. Now, you guys are probably wondering, hey, Dan, you know, DM, you're being a little too harsh on him. You know, he's not even on the court yet. He's not even on the court. Well, I'm going to tell you the details of this deal. So it's a 13-year deal that I did mention earlier. Uh, not only is it for on the court, so you know the the shoes and the sneakers and what have you, but also off the court. Basically, within the within his contract, he signed the deal that includes a lifestyle, meaning activities off the court. So going out for a walk or going to the movies, something of that magnitude, basically. And they gave him that deal because of the fact that they think of him as somewhat of a cultural icon that can also you know, bring strength and power into their lifestyle brand as well as anything that's on the court, which is why they gave him that deal. I mean, you just don't throw $200 million at somebody for no reason. And so because of that, I'm on the side of Adidas. And this is what Harden has to realize. So you are now part of a brand of a corporate entity, all right? When you sign your name on that dotted line, it means that you adhere to their you know, requests basically, because again, you're not just going to get $200 million for no reason, especially for 13 years. That's life, bro. That is your NBA career in a nutshell. So from now until you reach the age of what you're 25 now. So what 38, which is when most players retire, you're going to have to wear Adidas clothes, whether you like it or not, as long as it's anything athletic related, you got to wear it. So mind you, they're not going to sue you or, uh, have you in contempt for breach of contract? Breach of contract if you're wearing dress shoes from Steve Madden, because Adidas doesn't make dress shoes. But if they did, you'd be screwed. So James Harden, these are the things that you need to know. I'm sure you did know, but you chose to ignore them and pretend that they were fictitious and that they did not exist. But in your defense, you're probably going to say that you didn't know. Oh, really? Damn, I, that's a wrong wrong drop, wrong drop. I almost had it. But nonetheless, you guys get what I'm trying to say. You knew that these were the parameters of your deal, but you wanted to pretend that you didn't know. But really, you did know. Why the fuck you lying? Why you always lying? Oh my God. Stop fucking lying. You gotta stop lying, bro. You gotta stop lying to the people. But nonetheless, James Harden, the bearded one, do you deserve this Wankster of the Week? Of course you do. And with that being said, we're going to drop on you one more time. Just like this. 50, drop it on him real quick. You got to stop fronting, people. You got to stop, man. When someone gives you $13 million to wear their gear, you better wear their gear. I mean, this reminds me of the time when Kid Cudi showed up wearing Air Yeezys to a Reebok party. Like, 
common sense, people. You're going to a party that's sponsored by another brand. You don't wear the brand of the competitor to your party. This is like me bringing a bag of Wendy's to McDonald's and eating it right in their kitchen or, or in their dining area. It just doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Or better yet, this is like DJ Funkmaster Flex spinning his records on The Breakfast Club. You guys get where I'm going with this. Nonetheless, dumbass move from James Harden. And with that being said, people, it is time to go. I want to thank you all for tuning in. We're going to cut things a little short for t- uh, tonight's scheduling. But nonetheless, I want to thank you all for tuning in as you do on a weekly basis. Next week, I know I've been holding it down solo dolo for a minute, but I will not be lonely in the booth anymore because I do have another guest coming next week. And she goes by the name of Bridget Truong. She is an on-air personality for the Fight Network, and she will be bringing a lot of fights into next week's episode. So make sure y'all tune in for that. Uh, if you want more of me on social media, you can hit me up on Twitter at DM underscore cool. Or if you want anything more cool radio related, Hit me up on Twitter at cool underscore radio and also follow us on SoundCloud at cool underscore radio and catch any episode that you may have missed in the past in its entirety. Full audio, ladies and gentlemen. I kid you not. We will be dropping on iTunes pretty soon, so be on the lookout for that. Um, also, on top of that, make sure you catch video clips on our YouTube page at cool underscore radio and then like us on Facebook as well. At Cool Radio. No underscore in that one, just Cool Radio. Uh, with that being said, people, it is time for me to bounce. Uh, once again, Cool Radio is a division of Cool Click Media and Entertainment, reminding you each and every day that we are creating our own legacies. Keep it gravy and wavy. Once again, it is your man, DM Koo, and we are out of here. Peace. <laughs>